everyone. Welcome to our next episode of Sunday Prep. Jim, how are you doing today? Hey, Father Matt. Um, I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> um, we are um, uh, recording this kind of late in the evening, <laughs> right? Uh, it's been a while since we've done an evening um, recording, but, uh, you know, circumstances, this and that, but um, but that's okay. Sometimes um, good things come <laughs> from uh, kind of having some quiet around us and being able to focus. So uh, I'm doing well. How are you tonight? I'm, I'm doing great. I'm, I'm glad you pointed that out. Uh, yes, evening for, for us. Uh, both for for Jim and myself, you know, during the day, you know, there was a school, there was a parish office, uh, there was all these uh, different things that are coming up uh, from both sides uh, lately. So um, yeah, it, it's it's a crazy crazy time, but uh, it is as always a blessed time. You know, uh, we are just counting uh, down days, you know, with uh, school and, uh, you know, um, after the weekend, we will be starting uh, preparation for, for graduations and everything. So, yeah, the time is uh, going so quickly and, um, yeah, we just try not to waste it at all. So, yeah, yeah we are using it the best we can. Yeah. But um, as time goes with everything, uh, the seasons, the times and uh, for during the year with everything, well, the same time, uh, the same time is flying uh, through our uh, our lives and um, God is always as always inviting us uh, to use it um, in his fullness and the best way we can and hey this is one of the parts that he is he wants us to to take it or put it into our daily routine as um, re reflection meditation upon the scriptures but especially especially on the weekend and here we are <sighs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It is for a reason. Um, as I said to the people for uh, Tuesday Bible study in the morning that I'm having, um, yes, uh, this Sunday, the three, Holy Trinity Sunday, the Sunday that every priest, every deacon will tell you that we are scared or afraid to preach. Um, you can imagine why, um, how to explain uh, the, the Holy Trinity in a very simple way, but at the same time, in a very uh, way that will explain how the three are one. Um, but I'm not gonna go into that. No, no, not here, not now. Uh, if you wanna hear more about it, uh, please come to the um, Bible study. Um, then we can talk a little bit more. Here we are to learn a little bit more what the Lord speaks to us on the Sunday where we um, celebrate the three persons of the uh, of God, uh, Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And you know, there is so much that we will hear about the Father, the Holy Spirit, and the Son in our readings, but especially first uh, reading and the Gospel. But I want you to uh, we focus today on the second reading um, for a very special way, and it says at the beginning of of the second reading, which is two sentences, literally, uh, and says this, brothers and sisters, rejoice. Mend your ways, encourage one another, agree with one another, live in peace, and the God of love and peace be with you. You know, I, lo I love all those four uh, words of description. Mend your ways. Well, yes, we are working on our ways so that they are straight. They are, they are leading us into right direction. Encourage one another. Well, that's what we do, right? Uh, to encourage one another with faith, with joy, with strength that we need. 
agree with one another. And that's the one for me <laughs> uh, speaks a, a lot today. Um, agree with one another. Uh, and you will say, well, how can I agree if someone is wrong? Hmm, right? How can I agree with someone uh, that I know is leading me into wrong direction? How can I agree when someone is uh, committing a sin and I know about it? How can I agree uh, so that I will not have anything on my conscience? And we can go all and all and on with, uh, with how, how the Lord is asking me to agree with one another. And right after that, he says, live in peace. Okay. Um, well, I will tell you this. As a priest, um, and for those who have a military training too, you, you can understand that, um, agree uh, to whatever uh, you are being told. We need to follow uh, what a person in command is telling us to do. Uh, the same as with, with priests. Uh, you know, we have a character in the church and um, we have our responsibilities. But at the same time, uh, we, even though, we don't agree, uh, we have to do it, okay? And we wanna do it maybe the better way we think, maybe we wanna do it uh, still with, of course, with accord of the church's teaching and, and all that the mother church is asking us, but we wanna do it differently. But still I need to agree and live in peace, okay? Those two things uh, do not come uh, very easily. And uh, we find ourselves uh, with these two, these very two uh, in conflict. Because if we do one, the second one does not come along or the other way around, right? And uh, the struggle is with our faith too. Uh, agree with one another. I, for me personally, when I hear these words is not uh, as much as uh, in relationship with other, uh, another human being, uh, as much as with God's word uh, that is being proclaimed, that is being spoken. And so, and so um, we are... Um, Agree with one another as towards God, towards the one who is teaching us and encouraging us uh, to take the word he speaks uh, because there is only one way. And to that way is to live in peace, live in peace with him and with another human being, another person, uh, a loved one. So, um, yeah, we can take it in a silly way. We can take it in a way that will... Um, divide us and not join us but that's how uh, it speaks to me as a as a priest and a christian and um so that's that's my reflection on the holy trinity sunday how should i be united with the one who has been in charge and who really truly is the one who leads into one direction and i'm gonna give microphone to jim well um first off father best of luck on sunday um with your homily uh it is it's funny I, it's a little bit of kind of like behind the scenes of the, the church and the priest and uh getting to know you father matt and father zig and, and other priests over the years and kind of having more personal relationships and many many of you watching too will will know that like you said so many priests are get so anxious on trinity sunday and you know it is what it is it's hard um my quick thoughts on the trinity are this is that if saint augustine and saint thomas aquinas and some of the sharpest minds in the history of the church would say things like it's beyond my capacity to understand and convey then there is no shot that i will be able to um so definitionally we can say some things but um kind of full description 
we can't exhaust it. The mystery is too great. And that's okay because um, it's actually quite a beautiful thing. Um, but yeah, let's let, let's take a look at the, the passage that you highlighted for us today from the second reading. Um, you know, I, I I think it's interesting. You know, there are some, um, these four kind of uh, recommendations, actually, I don't want to say recommendations, these four, you know, demands really that Paul is saying for the people of Corinth, uh, mend your ways, encourage one another, agree with one another, live in peace. <laughs> and then presumably, if you do those four things, uh, then the following, which is, you know, kind of what he's getting at, which is what we all want, and the God of love and peace will be with you, right? And that's that's what we all want. We want the God of love and peace to be with us. Um, and sometimes we're like small children and we want like the reward, the good thing, the payoff at the end without having to kind of put in the, um, you know, the participation and the effort kind of in the beforehand. And so, um, you know, maybe being mindful uh, of that desire that we all have to have the um, the love and peace of God to be with us, which we all desire. We have to kind of consider those four things. And, um, you know, I'm struck by, uh, of those four things, the uh, the demand to encourage one another. I think this is interesting because, um, you know, social media drives so much of people's day-to-day um, -day activities. And um, I, I like to pretend like I'm not on social media and officially I am not, but my, my wife is. And I sometimes live vicariously through her uh, social media channels and this and that. And um, Father Matt, I know you uh, dabble a little bit around with social media and, and, and some other people do too. Probably many people watching it do. I mean, there's such a huge portion of the, the country and the world really that's on this. And one of the great traps of social media is that we are, um, you know, uh, have this distorted view of uh, what's really going on in other people's lives. And so we see, you know, photographs of some family going on vacation. And, uh, you know, we think like, oh, my goodness, they're always on vacation. It's like, well, no, that's once in the last six months they went uh, and they just went to, you know, the local park, you know, whatever. But we get these distorted views of what's going on in other people's lives. And kind of with that distortion, sometimes what seems to kind of uh, stir up in a lot of people in a very negative way is the um, uh, the deadly sin of envy, right? Where we we see the good of another, uh, whether it's a physical good, it's a kind of a social good, or even a spiritual good of another person, and we kind of become um, envious. And envy isn't jealousy, meaning I just want that thing, but it's a destructive thing. We start to find like flaws, and we think like, oh, you know, they're always on vacation. They're they're you know they should invest their money in giving it to the church, like I do, you know, or. They should, they're always doing this and they should really, uh, you know, whatever. And we, we find these ways to criticize very easily in this kind of, and this isn't a new insight. Lots of people have commented on this. Um, but one of the great remedies to envy um, is uh, to admire another person, to encourage another person, to look at another person who might be going through, um, whether it's difficulty or even through uh, good times, uh, it's you offer them real encouragement. And I don't mean like social media encouragement, like I'll leave a comment on your picture and say like, you look nice, okay? Uh, but real encouragement, you know, to, to see another person, to engage with them, to see how they're doing and to encourage them to persist in um, in their efforts to pursue holiness, virtue, um, you know, right relationships, whatever it is. Uh, and, and in that there becomes a kind of right ordering of relationships. And Father, you used a good term in there uh, when you're talking about uh, the the need for unity and kind of ultimately kind of our relationships 
um, lead us to unity with God. And, you know, there's something just so amazing about God's design and his plan for creation and how uh, all of the created world in some ways reflects and gives insights into the very life of God. And one of the great things that the Lord Jesus reveals through the incarnation is that God in his deepest mystery is a, is a trinity. Uh, it's a community of divine persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, who are perfectly united together in love and in peace together. Um, and so even though it's not proper necessarily to talk of the divine persons in the way that interacting in the way that we interact, um, there is something about how we interact that ought to be reflective of what the divine trinity or the holy trinity is doing. And so um, while, you know, I might struggle in my relationships and my envy, um, I mean, I ought to be encouraging others. And, and even though I might be kind of causing divisions, I need to mend those relationships. And I want to disagree with people and be adversarial uh, to people and argumentative, but I, I really need to be agreeable, not as you said, to sin, but to kind of say, like, where are our common unities and kind of live in peace. And, and in doing this, we become, as a community, as a body, as a church, more like God, um, who is perfectly united in himself. And in that, God dwells not just in, in my heart, in my life, but in our collective presence. And and so, yeah, there's just something very beautiful about that. And, um, but, uh, you know, what could be said is, is, is literally an infinite amount more. And I'm not going to be able to do that. I'm not going to be able to unlock the depths of the Trinity. Uh, and I love you, Father Matt, but you're probably not going to be able to do it either because it's well beyond our possibilities. But, um, you know, rejoice and know that we can reflect upon it always. So, um, yeah, I'll kind of stop with that, I suppose. Yeah. No, and if you come up with something, uh, just let me know. I'll be very happy to hear that. <laughs> you know. Because, uh, and yes, it is everything, everything is all for us. And uh, how beautifully, too, as we conclude, you know, the Holy Trinity did not uh, lock themselves up in heaven to be there, only the three of them in one person. They gave themselves for all of us, to each of us, right? Uh, our uh, God has, has offered himself to his son, and he, the son is offering himself for us, and the spirit fills our life so that we may join that beautifully beautiful trinity of one person in one community, in one family, in one body of the church. So, yeah, I, I hope you will be able to meditate a little bit more on your own, and uh, especially with a, such a simple sign of the Holy Trinity as it is. Uh, as it is. Uh, just simple sign of the cross when we bless ourselves so god bless you all have a blessed sunday and we'll see you all let's hope uh, at our parish picnic uh, after the 12 15 mass god bless you all bye, bye everyone